Welcome to another episode of Reading to Feed the Mind, a podcast focused on discussing the various aspects of books. My name is Stacy Woods, and I am your host. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in again to another episode of Reading to Feed the Mind. I am so excited today um, to, to bring to you an author who to me is just great. He is a self-published author. He's a, a dear friend of mine and I am like his biggest fan. I always tease him and tell him that he reminds me in his style of reading is like an Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> and so it's everything and it's my desire and my dream to really see him take off. So I am honored that he is, has agreed to be one of my authors on my podcast. And so let me tell you a little bit about him. He's Juan Mendez Scott. He is from the DMV, Maryland, and he is an author of nine books. His first book was Trusting October, and I do believe that was the first one that I read. And again, it was a story that just blows you away, and we're going to talk about that one a little bit. And then there was Patience, Emotional Damage, and I'm not going to try to name them all, but I will have a link below uh, to his website so that you can go out and um, order some of his books, and his books are also on Amazon. And I will have it listed in the description on the audio podcast as well. So I'm not going to talk. I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to my dear friend, Juan Mendez Scott. Yay! Hey, Juan. Hey, how's it going? It's going good. Thank you, thank you, thank you for finally slowing down and um, getting on my podcast. I know I had to threaten to tell Miss Margaret, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it got you to call me and that's all that matters <laughs> so we met several years ago when we were trying to market the script that you had co-written when betty calls we got a chance right. to go to sundance and it was a really fun experience so and we've just stayed connected since and i've been reading your books and again i'm just excited to have you here with me so i'm going to turn it over to you and let you tell us a little bit about yourself. What's your driving force for writing? Uh, just writing a good mystery, uh, a good whodunit for you know uh, readers of, of, of mystery and, and crime fiction um, to just you know enjoy the, the, the twists and turns until you get to the ending, and um, you know just uh, have a good read. Yes, and a good read it is. It really is. And as I was saying in the introduction, I always um, tease you and tell you that you remind me of Alfred Hitchcock because in your stories, you know, they're your typical kind of stories, scenarios that, you know, that we read about. And so you're going through this book thinking that you know how it's going to end, but just as in the Alfred Hitchcock movie, the ending often would leave you going, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what we get from like, oh my God, did they, that's what I get. That's always, that's been the reaction that I get from your move, um, your books. So yeah. tell us a little bit about Trusting October. Trusting that was October. the one that floored me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, and, well, 
that is the story of, of, of best friends, um, Cindy, they call her Sin for short, and Caitlin. And Caitlin asked Sin, you know, to flirt with her fiance to see if he's a faithful guy, see if he's going to cheat in their marriage, and, and, you know, just wants to know if she can trust him. So Sin, go, um, Sin does flirt with October, and um, it, they develop a relationship, as you know. Yeah. And <laughs> have to figure out a way to tell her best friend that well you asked me to flirt with with October your man and now um, we're having a relationship. And, and oh uh, what a relationship they had! Oh them yeah, things, things very crazy twisted turn. October was so fine. I still just do like this when I think about his description right. and then the scenes and it's just right. like ooh. Right. Anyway. Right. But, you know, so that's what I mean. There are a lot of people out there that would do that. You know, I'm the type of person that if I can't, if I don't feel I can trust you, mm -hmm. then I, I can't be with you. But, and then I'm not definitely going to have my girlfriend flirt with you. Come on. I'm not going to do it. So I thought that was interesting. So, you know, I'm one of those readers that try to, you know, think I'm figuring stuff out as I go. And I'm like, ooh, I know what's going to happen. Ooh. Yeah. And I am just probably you know, saying when I wrote that, that I was wrong. When I wrote that in October, you know, I was younger and I was looking at a lot of relationships. I, I wasn't in a serious relationship at the time, but I was looking at a lot of people's relationships, how everybody was kicking it with everybody, you mm -hmm. know, best friends and, and, you know, it, it, you know, uh, just, 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 you know, just going crazy in the relationship. And, and, you know, I thought, what if, um, you know, what if there was a twist to this, you know, mm -hmm. of, of just, you know, not being able to trust your, your, your better half, your spouse or girlfriend, boyfriend or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's what pretty much inspired that. And oh my God, what a twist. <laughs> And then didn't you do a follow-up to that one as well? Yes, yeah, called Cream. Cream. And Cream. I started on Cream, but I didn't finish it. And it was just, you know, the whole thing with my reading. That's why I'm so glad to be back to doing these podcasts because it's getting me back to my reading because I had so much going on in my life and I couldn't read like I used to so I can get back to, to um, reading. So I will put Cream um, back on my list to finish. So, but I'm telling you, that one was great. The next one that I really loved was Patience. And that was kind of, you know, a younger kind of thing. So yeah. tell us about Patience. Patience is uh, dealing with the loss of with the murder of her older brother. And her older brother's best friend, uh, the, uh, Devin, uh, tries to help her not only deal with it, but he kind of see her going off in the wrong path. And... Him, he's thinking that she could, you know, end up in the same fate as a brother. So he's basically trying to get her out of that. But, you know, of course, there's a twist to that as well. Uh, the whole uh, thing with patience. And, um, you know, it's, um, it's uh, you know, it's, a, it's kind of like a mystery in a sense. And they're kind of like a psycho psychological thriller as well. Yes. So, um, you know, uh, you know, it's... Um, it was it was pretty fun to write that one. You know that that I wrote that years ago, but then I, I you know kept revising and revising, and I finally you know released it as a novel. Uh huh. So so the psychological thriller part because sometimes I honestly think I I have this thought because I'm sorry I guess I'm a creative in some of that realm 
And sometimes I can have some of the craziest thoughts. Now, I've been told it's my age, it's the menopause thing, you know, the whole when you're going through thing, you just be like, <laughs> but I started thinking, I was like, maybe this is where the Stephen King's, you know, maybe I should take these crazy ass thoughts that sometimes come in my head and just write them in a story. That's yeah. how I ended up writing my, um, the love stories because I would run those different little scenarios in my head and I just decided to write them. So I was mm -hmm. like, maybe that's what I have to do now. Write some of this crazy stuff down, at least yeah. write it down and give it to you. And maybe you could put it in one. <laughs> I might do that one. I'd be right. like, Hey, this is what I thought. Boom. Right. And you can put it in one of your stories. Yeah. So yeah. where do you think it comes from? Where do you get it from? Uh, well, it's definitely, you know, uh, you know, Alfred Hitchcock definitely inspired me as a kid, you know, uh, mm -hmm. from watching his movies. I think um, what did it for me was his movie Vertigo. Ooh. Just seeing how. That was one of his best. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, just watching how, how sometimes people can just, you know, you know, play with your mind, you know, play with your head, or, you know, whatever. And, uh, uh, yeah, it started there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it started okay. there. So you don't think you're crazy when you come up with all of this stuff? Because sometimes I've I... plenty of times we come up with these crazy ideas, you know. So you know, you know, I think about it sometimes. Like God, uh, you know, I just explore it in, in, in stories and books or whatever, you know. And I think that's that's the gift part of it. So, mm -hmm. all right. So going into myth and you're continuing your mystery and your writings with your latest. Um, Curious Quinn mystery, the, the Fly Bettys. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, she is, Curious Quinn is a is a 16 year old amateur sleuth, and um, um, she's an African American girl that comes from a you know middle to upper class family. And um, what happens is that you know one of her best friends is you know murdered, and she looks into to solving this crime, and um, you know it deals with a lot of. You know, a lot of things that, you know, a lot of kids deal with in, in high school, you know, bullying and, and, and things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, but, um, you know, th that is the first book in the series. Uh, the next book I'm going to try to release this fall before school, around that time. Uh, but, um, um, yeah, she is a 16-year-old amateur sleuth, you know, out solving crimes. And a lot of people are excited about it. Um, it's being looked at as a, uh, the, the, to be turned into a movie or TV show. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm in talks with um, producers now with that, but um, you know. We're so and you know, you know, don't don't get your promise. I I get an extra role. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we got it in video now. I can play it back. You said I could be in the movie at some point. Full uh, screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. You definitely will. You definitely will. I mean, let me be in the the, the waitress or the you know something. This way you in church. Like, full face and I get to say at least one sentence. Singing in church. <laughs> singing in church. Let me sing in church. Just, you know, but now we got it on film. We got it on film. I'll come find you. I'll come find I you. I know you will. <laughs> I know you will. So, and so now, okay, the Fly Bettys and you also have recently launched a magazine. Tell us about the magazine. Well, it's, um, it's called Woman Dead Scott's Mystery Magazine. And um, you can go to my website and download all the magazines. I'm, I'm going to try to release them either monthly or bi-monthly, but so far it's monthly. Okay. You can release it. I mean, you can download it for, you know, for free from the website. It's, it's 
short stories, you know, some, some of them are 30 pages, some of them are 60 pages. And one of the things I want to do is get readers just uh, interested in, you know, my writing. And, and, you know, I figure that's one way of doing that. It's just releasing this magazine, you download it for free and read it. And, you know, you like the magazine and, you, you know, you'll go further with it. So, so what I'm going to do for my YouTube viewers, I'll have a link that you can um, submit your email to get access because, you know, we're going to give access to the magazines and then that way, and the magazines are free, but you know, we're just trying to control kind of the volume of it. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, so there'll be a link so that you can submit, you know, an email and um, we'll send you the, the link to the website for, uh, you know, having access to the magazine, and then you'll get direct access to each issue actually before it's put um, out on the website. So, um, but yeah, so I am, I'm just excited, and it, you know, it's always been my thing with you one to just, what do I need to do? We got to get you seen. We got to get you out there. We got to get people to see you, because I know if we can get people, more and more people reading and get you a larger fan base, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. It really is. And I'm going to be like, I know him. Right. <laughs> yeah. What? What? It's me. It's me. No, just kidding. <laughs> well, you've done so much incredible editing work. Yes. Yes. Yes, I have. I mean, just incredible. You know, I wouldn't know what to do without that, you know, and, uh, you know, it's it's just, well, thank you. But and, and like I said, we we're going to do it. We have been talking about this for too many years, Juan, and it's time. We, we're about to break it. We're about to break. Yeah. You're yeah. older than me. So, you know, I really have to hurry up, you know, <laughs> be too old to appreciate. No, just teasing. But you are older than me. So, um, but we go, we go get it. We are going oh, yeah. to get it. And I'm really excited. And I'm really excited from to be able to introduce you to my viewers. And I promise, promise you all, you are going to love his books and his works. And I just can't say it enough. <laughs> so if it's one thing that you could say to your readers or say to the viewers today to really get them into picking up, going and picking up a book, what would it be? You love a good mystery or a good, you know, psychological thriller, you know, just grab a book and, um, you know, I, you know, I promise I won't let you down. So do you, and who else? Now, I know you mentioned Alfred, Alfred, Hitch, Alfred Hitchcock, <laughs> but who else in authors or, or um, writers, what other writers are you a fan of that's kind of in your genre? Uh, I can't, well, I can't get enough of um, Walter Mosley, oh. Elmore Leonard, Stephen King, you know, Agatha Christie. Okay. So yeah. Elmore Leonard, is he also, I've never, I've never read any of his. He, well, he wrote, um, if you saw the movie Out of Sight with George Clooney. Nope. Um, he wrote, well, he wrote that book that was turned into a novel and um, um, he did Get Shorty. That was, that was John Travolta, that movie. He wrote the book that was turning. So he wrote, he, he wrote mostly crime books. Okay, okay. Ooh, you know who, um, and I think I've mentioned you this him to you, but Eric LaSalle, I'm going to do a podcast on him. He has written some really good mysteries. His okay. are, um, 
Lord. It's Eric LaSalle. You know, he's ER and the Jerry Curl guy in mm-hmm. uh, Coming to Coming America. To America. Yeah. But his books, and of course, I did not script this, so I didn't have the books names written out, but I can look it up real quick. But the really cool thing about his books, his are mysteries as well, but mm-hmm. it's around these police, FBI agents and detectives, mm-hmm. and they're solving these murder mysteries. Right. And it's just the things that's going on. I mean, I'm, I'm going to talk about it in a podcast later, but um, you would, you would, you would like his. So it's not so much, well, it's, it's a mystery. You're they're mm-hmm. trying to figure out who is committing these, um, these murders. Right. You know, and it's like a long list of them. They're serial killers. Right. And the first one in his first book, it was like, oh my God, because his whole theme, and I'm not giving anything away, but it was a, it, the murders that he was committing was kind of similar to the murders the murders of the disciples you know okay. it has something to do with, like the patterns of them you like know the zodiac or something like that kind of sort of um and i don't want to be saying anything out of order but he was killing people based on the sins that they were committing so if you were like a priest molesting mm-hmm. boy you know what i mean mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it it was it, it is really good it those are he has a good it's um two books in all and a novella that kind of introduces epilogue that introduces not the epilogue but the the short story that introduces yeah novellas yeah like it's a novella the first one is like a short novella but it introduces you to the characters in the first book and you kind of get a feel for the characters of the first book and Mm -hmm. then you read the first book and um and then the second book is based on same thing, serial killer, but just kind of in a different way. But you were, I think you would enjoy those. Uh, you I gotta check it out. Um, well, that's all I have. Again, I am excited. And I want people to please be on the lookout for you. Tell us where they can find your books. We always know Amazon, but tell us where they can find your books, your social media links. And I will list all of those too. Um, in the podcast, but tell us about it. Tell us where we can uh, find well, it. Well, th- yeah, you can definitely find it. Um, Amazon, um, Barnes & Noble, sites like that. Uh, uh, you know, th- th- there's a link with my website. You can find it there. Uh, but, uh, you know, all of them are on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and, you know, you can Google my name and they'll all come up. Have you thought about doing your books in audio? <laughs> yeah, well, actually, um, I think starting next week um the young lady has created a podcast show based on my books a young oh. actress. yeah she went and um she's a young actress Catherine caruso and um um she will be reading she will be reading my magazine um as a podcast okay cool so then we need that link too so that goes down here as well Right, right. And I will send you, once you get started with everything, I will send you, I will send it definitely directly to you. Okay, okay. Um, but we definitely should talk about doing audiobooks. Yes. Yeah, we definitely should talk about that. Yes. Well, audiobooks is, is becoming a billion dollar industry, you know, all of a sudden. You know, people are just listening to books now, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you can do that on the way to work, of course, or, you know, whatever. But audiobooks, I didn't, 
I didn't not that I didn't think it was gonna blow up, but I was just wondering how it was gonna, you know, compete with, you know, holding an actual book in your hand and, you know, turning pages and, you know, yeah. you know looking at the cover and things like that. But it's taken off. And I talked about this in one of my earlier podcasts as well. I mean, it is in, you know, being in Atlanta, going to work every day and, you know, you might have an hour. I think I do on average an hour going in, an hour and a half coming home. Yep. I mean, music is great. You know, I love my music, but it, hey, it takes your mind away from you know, the idiot that cut you off, the person that's riding your tail, you know, oh my God, it's so much traffic. So I have finished a lot of books. I'm currently finishing Terry McMillan's new book um, in audio, although I'm not COVID-19. We're in COVID-19, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> although I am not um, in traffic, but when I'm doing things like walking, like this morning I walk mm -hmm. and I listen to her book. And, you know, but, but people like Terry McMillan, you still order the card copy. So I think what happens with people who are audible listeners, you will listen, but then there are those authors that is like, no, nah, I need the hard copy. I need the actual book in my hand. And Terry McMillan is one of those for me. You know what people are doing now is they're getting the book along with the audio, audio, audio book. And mm -hmm. people are just reading, reading with the audio book, you know, you know, so, I mean, I've heard people doing that too. Yeah, I haven't tried that, but when her book first came out, I was so excited. I ordered it and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and start on Audible because I had credits, you know, I had credits sitting out there needing to be used. So I was mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and start listening to the book. And when my book finally came, I was like halfway through. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. now I have my hard copy of her book, but I'm just going to finish it in Audible. And it helps, right. you. it helps you. It really does. So, but anyway, Juan, I have enjoyed this time with you. I really have. And I am yeah, truly, too. truly thankful. And we are connected forever. So we will be in touch. We will provide a link so that people can subscribe to your magazine <laughs> and we will just keep it going so thank you so much i wish you, you nothing but the best and thank, thank everybody again for tuning in and as always as i say when i end keep reading to feed your mind be blessed bye bye, -bye.